1: Oilers
0: Now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. brought to you by Digitex, Office Equipment Solutions North America Wine.
1: Yeah, Digitex does that.
0: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you. It is currently 1.35 in Edmonton. And we are going to uh, head down for a bit of a farm report at this time into uh, Bakersfield, where tonight, actually, we're in uh, Los Angeles, because I believe uh, i got to ask, actually, our next guest, Keith Gretzky, is the assistant general manager of the Edmonton Oilers. He oversees the farm team. Keith, is this a home game for the Condors, or are you guys in Ontario tonight?
1: No, we're in Ontario, which is right in LAX uh, airport, where... Uh the uh, Kings' farm team, uh, or where the farm team and the the Kings practice, so uh, we're play another their uh, practice facility,
0: otherwise known as El Segundo, is that the one? You got
1: it. Yeah,
0: you well, got they got it. they got a real good bar, Keith. That's uh, important on uh, practice days when you're on a lengthy road trip. That's all I'm going to say to you. Uh, they have. Uh, we're,
1: we're we're fortunate enough. we don't have long long trips this year. Where we came in from uh, Colorado uh, yesterday morning and. And instead of driving all the way back to Bakersfield, we stayed in uh, LA and played tonight. Uh, Keith, uh, tell me about the, you've
0: been. You've been with the team, uh, obviously, with the exception of the time that you uh, spent away uh, when your father, uh, you know, was dealing with the illness. And our condolences again at this time on that front to you and your family. Uh, but uh, you know, assess what you've seen uh, from the Condors uh, this season.
1: Well, I think you know we got off to a rough start. They were zero and five, and. And, you know, the record really didn't dictate how they were playing. I don't think uh, they played a real bad game. They could have won, you know, three or four of the five. And, you know, that's just a bad bounce here and there and, and missing the net or whatever it was. And I was happy with the way they were playing. And, and uh, But the record, of course, you always want to win games. And, you know, they fought back and they've played very well, I think, up until last, two nights ago when we were in colorado we were just flat and as a whole team we looked slow we were slow thinking slow moving and and uh, as they say we laid an egg but every night i i, I really like the the work ethic and and you know they come to work and and when the game's being played they play hard and and exc- it's exciting to watch uh
0: lots of excitement right now you got three of the top six or seven scores in the american hockey league um cooper Marody's leading the league in goal scoring right now tyler benson is he can certainly contribute at the american hockey league level but maybe a bit of a surprise is ryan mcleod in terms of how much offense he's brought a second round pick he can really skate are you surprised at what he's been able to generate offensively so far this season
1: well, you know what, I'll start with Coop. Uh, you know, Coop's got moved from center to the wing, and he's played very well. And, and, you know, he's very skilled, but I think he's competing harder and working harder. And, and you know, when you do that, good things happen offensively. And, and, you know, that's why he's leading the league in scoring. And I think with Benson, it's, uh, you know, he's so smart out there, and and his tenacity on the puck is is unbelievable this year I, I think his work ethic is you know really good his board play is, is where it was I thought two years ago so you know when you, when you get the puck in your own end and, and you fumble with it it ends up staying in your own end and I think this year is like his first year he's done a great job of you know Getting the puck and, and moving it out, and so with his hockey sense and his skill level, it's it's really showing up this year in the stats. And with Ryan McLeod, I think it's just you know confidence with him. We we've always thought that you know he had skill, but uh, he's he's been really good. He's he's you know putting up more points than probably what people thought. But he he's he's got speed and he's using it to his advantage. And I think. Two is that you're when you compete hard and and it's not by fighting or running over guys it's just having your your nose over the puck and winning puck battles and coming out with it but i see more confidence carrying the puck in and uh, mccloud so that's a, a big game changer for him
0: Marody currently second in the league in scoring uh as is Benson, both with 29 points. Ryan McLeod is actually uh, currently tied for sixth in the league with 12 goals, 25 points, and 26 games. You guys have played him at center. Uh Have there been some tutorials with him focused on that? Have you done some things uh, in terms of help? You know, how's he doing in face-offs? How's he in terms of his defensive zone awareness? Is he the low man defensively and supporting the defenseman? That sort of thing. Are those sort of things being reinforced with them on a literally shift by shift basis?
1: I, I believe so. The the biggest thing with again is is confidence, and with Ryan, it's the details, the little things. When you can skate, you know you're you have a step on everybody else. And but to play in the NHL, you got to do the little things. And and you know you look at it. Yeah, I, I see because I see every game. It's is I don't think at the beginning of the year has. His ability to win faceoffs was was really bad, and but he's he's taken pride in it. They've they've watched video with him, and you know he stays out and does a lot of the little extra taking faceoffs. And Malone and Cracknell been good with him, and you know the coaching staff. So I see that big change in him. Uh, probably the biggest one from beginning of the year to now. Um, you know he's you know I, other than two nights ago, uh, three nights ago he he was above. 50% of on his faceoffs, and you know last game he he was really well really did well on him so I see that area of his game that you know you always can improve on because when you you go up to the NHL it's it you're the different beast up there and those guys are are pros and they've been doing it so it's going to be hard for him and but he, he give him credit he works on it every day and and as D-Zone I, I I really like his coverage he supports the puck very well and and That's why his line has success, because their ability to get the puck out of our end.
0: Well, just to put things in perspective, right now, here are the top three plus-minus players in the American Hockey League. Ryan McLeod at plus 20, Cooper Marodi at plus 20, Tyler Benson at plus 18. So that line is by far the best plus minus so obviously they've had a pretty good run here 5v5 Keith Raphael Lavois has come over from Sweden he was playing in Vasby uh with camp uh he has contributed o- offensively he's got a shooter's mentality what have you seen out of him in terms of making his adjustment to the American hockey league
1: Yeah he just got here and and I think uh a little bit for him is He's got the ability to get open. It's one of those things with the goal scorers. They just, he has a knack of, you know, I don't want to say roaming, but he just, he's able to find holes and, and, you know, it's, it's playing with new guys. It's, it's different to find them and, and get used to where he is on the ice. But uh, for for me, who's seen our team the last few years in, in Bakersfield, we really haven't had a guy like this that likes to shoot the puck. Like his shot attempts, it's kind of funny. Like he just loves to just, blast it and and it's not in a bad situation it's just he's a you know shoot first mentality and 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 uh you know but he's he plays both the right side the left side and and uh you know i think he's he's starting to fit in real well with the guys and and it's just really it's first year first month of world of pro hockey and you know when you come to the american league it's especially our division it's it's tough these these guys and you know and one night you'll see guys in you know the la kings uniform and we're playing them the next night and they're back in the american league and they have that ability because they're in their bubble and and they don't have to quarantine so you know it's 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 great for for everybody and and our site especially is they play hard every night and if you don't come to work it's it's uh you know it's it shows up in the game but with rafi he's learned that i think he's he's learning a few things that you know as as you come out of junior you have those junior we call it junior habits and and longer shifts and you kind of pace yourself but you know he's going to learn that we have good coaching down here and and uh you know he's going to work on those things
0: we are joined by Keith Gretzky, the assistant general manager of the Edmonton Oilers. Keith, the Oilers at, at this stage are a little bit light on uh, NHL sort of contracted defensemen down in the American Hockey League. Uh, you did get Lenstrom back. linan has been out of the lineup for a couple weeks. Anything going on on that
1: front? Yeah, you know what? He's he's been uh, he's got a little bump that he'd be up for a few more weeks, and and he's been a big surprise down here. He's you know. Um, he's got a little gem to his game that i like and he's big and you know our our defense down here with uh um our veterans of stanton and gravel have really you know helped the younger guys like we just got kesselring from college and Kemp just came over so uh day has been here he's been a real big surprise and and um you know it's we're, we're we defend well um usually and uh they play hard and and they're they're not flashy with the puck and which is fine you know they get it they move it and and uh you know we always the coaches always say get that puck out of our end and and less less Situations where you're going to get yourself into trouble. So, I think the the older veteran guys have really helped their young kids because we are very young back there. And in the uh, in the sense of pro games, and you know these guys are college players, and and uh, the older guys have really helped out. and you know you you look at yeah you look at guys up top and and uh you know bear and and uh jones and bouchard and we we feel like with dave manson does a really good job and and uh developing these kids and it takes time everybody wants guys up you know yesterday and you know defense is a hard position and and you got to learn to defend and and against these men and you know the offense is secondary and, and that's one of the things that our team stresses down here that you know just get the puck you don't have to be special but I think with the older guys it's really helped their younger guys
0: uh Talking about prospect defensemen, we should mention that uh, Philip Robergs, with left year right now, they're tied 2-2 in their series. He played under seven minutes yesterday. Uh, I believe they dressed seven defensemen most games. Actually, I think Bakersfield has been dressing 7-D as well. But theoretically, Keith, next year, you mentioned Kemp and Kesseling. They are signed NHL deals as right shots. Berglund's playing over in Sweden right now. He's a right shot that's on an NHL deal. Uh He could be over next year. i would give you three righties. Neemalainen's a lefty. Uh, you would have, um, the Samarukov coming from Russia, Broberg as well. I'm missing one more lefty. Oh, uh, Lundstrom. I guess a decision would need to be made there as well. You could end up having seven guys in NHL deals on defense next year at the start of the season when you, at, there were times this year you only had, uh, Nima Leinen. Uh, at certain stretches before Kessel and Kemp ended up uh, joining the fray, so it could be a completely different scenario. Would you still have a desire to have an experienced veteran D um, along the lines of a Stanton type or a Gravel type next year to help uh, bridge the gap a bit?
1: Well, I, I think, you know, you sit down and, you you know, Ken and I and the staff, everybody, you sit down and you talk about it with uh, you know, the pro scouting Archie Henderson and and you got to determine what's best for the organization. And I think, my personally, that having a you know the older guys this year has really helped Nemo Lane and Has has just taken off. For an example, like they're so good on the bench talking to them. They understand their roles, and and you know. Uh, it's one of those things. We finally have a lot of prospects that we're, we con- we consider as prospects because they're signed by us and drafted by us. So it's a good thing. It's uh, it's you can never have enough, um, and it makes competition out there. Guys got to compete, you know, hard every game, and and you know, you want to stay in the lineup, and not everybody, you know, gets to play every game. It just doesn't happen that way, and and you you had mentioned it. We we usually dress 7D. Um, we feel that our d is is woody has felt that our d is a one of our strong suits in our our hockey club and and it has worked out very well um so you know he at the end of the day he 's the coach I can suggest things to him, but it 's his call, and I think it's it 's worked out very well so far.
0: One final question for Bakersfield Condor's general manager, Oilers assistant GM, Keith Gretzky. Stuart Skinner is 13-6-1 this year at 2.48 goals against average. He's got a 9-10 save percentage. He leads the American Hockey League in wins. Uh, he's got considerably better numbers this year than he had last year in Bakersfield. Uh, how would you assess his development growth during the course of the season?
1: You know, I think Stu's been very good and and he's come down, I think, just being in Edmonton, you know, you talk about the pro guys, you know, the veteran defenseman for the the young D, I think just being up in the NHL for a while and seeing our goaltenders and working with Swartz, is is so valuable and you see it in his game that you know, he's more mature Um, goaltenders always develop differently and it takes a long time to develop and you know, it some nights last year you didn't know what goaltender you were gonna get because he was so good on the road and you know, I don't think he could, you know, win at home type of uh, scenario. But Stu's been fantastic. He's he's been a, a totally different person, I think just more mature, uh, on and off the ice where it's where it's helped his game. And I, I really think that he put the time in last summer after after we were done uh with the bubble that he stayed in edmonton he worked his his tail off and i think that it's it's t- he's taken a next step and you know as as he's really had i think maybe one bad game in his last game that you know i don't think it was his best game and the whole team was terrible but i think is you know it's like anything it takes time and you know you you got to crawl walk and then run and 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 that's where, you know, Stu is at. And he understands that he's, he's got to dominate down here. And so far, he's played very well. And, and, you know what, if he keeps working hard, good things will happen for him.
0: Keith, much appreciated. Enjoy the games the next couple of nights, and we'll stay in touch. All right, thanks, Bob. Take care. Bye bye. That's Keith Gretzky, Edmonton Oilers assistant general manager. One forty nine in Edmonton. Some breaking news. Uh, Elliot Friedman hinted to it. Darren Drager from TSN reporting the Winnipeg Jets have signed Adam Lowry. Five years, three point two five AAV. I'm actually surprised the price point came in that low. Uh, we'll take a quick time out. Uh, wrap it up with a memorable this day in Oilers history on Oilers Now. <laughs>
1: Hi, this is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer on 630 Chet.
0: Five years, 3.25 million, Adam Lowry. It's a good deal for the Jets. You can uh, text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, but not before I tell you this. Royal Pizza, pizza pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. All April, enjoy a free 2-liter Coke product with the purchase of any two large pizzas. Order online at royalpizza.ca, 13 locations in the Edmonton area, or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. To this day in Oilers history, it is brought to you Monday through Friday on orders now, by Dennis and Jason Laliberti and the team at New West Travel. And it was one of my favorite games of all time. Here's Brendan Escott. Yeah, back in 1991, Esa Tikkanen completes a hat trick by scoring the overtime winner at the Olympic Saddle Dome in Calgary as the Oilers rally, battle back, and sink the flames in Game 7 of the Smite Division semifinals. There you go. and was a beauty. I mean, the guy was money. A few years later with the Rangers, not in the 94 run, uh, but I don't know, it might have been 96, 97. He had a, another big, the guy was money come crunch time. Of course, he chirped, legendary chirp on uh Peter Pockleton, cheap, 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 cheap. He was the one guy that got really paid uh off that 91 uh, run for the Oilers. But he was uh, a very, that might be, for me, maybe my third or fourth favorite Oilers goal of all time. I mean, that was a pretty important goal. You beat the Flames, the matchup of the uh, Flames won the Cup in 89. The Oilers won in 1990. Brendan, were you even born in 1991? <laughs> no, not for a few more years. Dude, well, you know when I use the term no country for old men hockey? That was the toughest series I ever think I ever watched. I mean, it was roller ball on ice. Mark Messi and Rick Nattris, basically knocking him out on his feet. Uh, I mean, guys just destroyed each other. There were hundreds of hits in that series. Dave Brown starting Darren Dutition, and I, I just come off a, a run working with Darren Detition on Sports Night and uh, Dave Brown starting the lawnmower on Jim Kite who was trying to punch his way up. Uh, it was it. I mean, it was just a completely different type of game. Uh, we have the update. The Edmonton Oilers will play tomorrow at five o'clock. That means the City Ford Faceoff Show will be at three thirty. We know Ryan Nugent Hopkins uh, will not be in the lineup for the Edmonton Orders. The Oilers might have some news on another front here over the course of the next couple hours, so stay tuned in that regard. Reid Wilkins has Inside Sports Night. What's he got shaking? Yeah, You're going to hear from uh, Oilers Radio Network Inside the Game analyst Rob Brown, former NHL goaltender, current Canucks radio analyst uh, Corey Hirsch, and Inside Sports producer, color analyst for the E football team here on 630 Chad Dave Campbell. All right, c- coming up uh, again uh, tomorrow we'll have uh, the Oilers and the Jets from Bell MTS Place face-off show, 3.30, Puck Drop, 5 o'clock, with Jack Michaels, myself, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, Cam Moon, also part of the Oilers Radio Network. We will tell you that uh, 6.30, chit afternoons, Jalen Nine I up next. Drinking may officially be allowed at some River parks, River Valley parks this summer if a city pilot project gets the go-ahead. The idea for the pilot came from a motion introduced by city councillor John Zedick, who joins Jalen Nye after the 2 o'clock news. So stay tuned for that. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. I'll join uh, you tomorrow at 3.30 with Reed, Rob, Jack, Cam, a cast of thousands on the Oilers Radio Network. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell.